Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be authentic reattraction versus manipulation. Well, I've got an email here from a viewer who got dumped by his ex-girlfriend. He was a living, actually, she was a living girlfriend about five years, and they were engaged prior to the breakup. So he started following what I teach, walked away, and then she started reaching out to him. But when they got together, instead of going for the kiss, he's figuring, hey, I'm going to hold back and not kiss her because I don't want her to think that I'm just interested in kissing and hooking up basically. And so instead of being authentic and doing and acting upon what he really felt he should do, he started holding back and being a little bit manipulative. So I'm going to go through his email and analyze what he did right, what he did wrong, and obviously what he needs to do differently going forward. And I wrote a quote on this particular topic. I'm going to read that to you and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, when there is a mutual sexual attraction between a man and a woman, there is no reason to hold back affection or attraction. In order for the seduction process to flow naturally, a man needs to make a move to escalate things physically when the woman is exhibiting signs that she is ready to be touched, kiss, and generally be closer to him. When the signs are there that a woman is ready to get physical but the man hesitates and dithers, eventually she's going to figure out that he is either trying to be manipulative by purposely holding back or he simply lacks the confidence to go for what he wants. When a man's actions come off as being manipulative, inauthentic, or indecisive, it's going to turn a woman off and lower her attraction level. Even if a guy is fearful of rejection, he needs to be fearless and go for what he wants. The longer a man waits or hesitates, the higher the likelihood that he will get rejected. And so he says, hey, Corey, first of all, I want to thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. It's helped me a lot and I want to share my story in the shortest possible way. Well, I appreciate brevity. And he says, I lived with my ex-girlfriend for almost five years. We were engaged and she loved me a lot. Your book opened my eyes and helped me to be a 3% man. The reason I still want my ex back is because I know she's a wonderful person and I just messed things up in the relationship with my selfish and disrespectful behavior. And she broke up with me. I was really depressed and in a panic and in shock. I was begging, crying, and did everything possible to fix things, but no way. It never worked. It's, I mean, it always works in the movies, but here's another example of a guy trying what he saw in the movies and it just, she doesn't want anything to do with it. I had to move on and I did, and even though I was completely heartbroken. I started dating around 50 new women over the course of seven months as a single man and realized that my heart still really wanted this woman. Well, what this tells me is that you didn't meet anybody that was as good or better than the ex-girlfriend. And if you really dated 50 new women, that's kind of suspect. Men tend to embellish. Usually you can take a figure like that and take 20 to 25% of it. So maybe 8 to 10 women is what the real number is that he went out with. And if you only went out with 8 to 10 women, it's really – you're not going to get that much better in that period of time, especially find somebody that you really knocks your socks off. This is especially so when you're you're trying to learn and master the things that I teach because it's really hard to overcome your fears. I mean it took me a, a long time to overcome this stuff. It wasn't like I started learning this in a matter of weeks or days. I overcame it and became a new man. It was a, when you follow what I teach in my book, like from the time when 
I divorced my ex-wife to where I finally learned enough to get into a great relationship with the kind of woman I'd always wanted and always dreamed of. That was four years. Obviously, it's not going to take the person who's learning from me four years. It can but it really depends upon the person and how much they apply it because I had to go through and make a lot of mistakes. I didn't have somebody teaching me all the things that I know now and if I had had somebody like that, obviously the, the learning curve would have been a lot steeper and it would have taken me four years. So he says, we broke up in February of 2014 and I was fighting for her until I let it go in April. We had zero contact for seven months until out of the blue, she sent me a birthday message in November saying, happy birthday and best wishes. I simply thanked her and closed the conversation. Four days later, I did the same because it was her birthday. So now you're starting to pursue it. She's reaching out. The whole purpose of no contact is to walk away. She didn't reach out to your to go happy birthday. You hadn't heard from her in seven fucking months. But she see here what it is is that this is a low risk way for her to kind of put her finger in the water and see what things are like with you. And what you should have done if you'd been following what I teach and actually had gone out with 50 different women, you'd know that if a woman reaches out, she must want to see you and you make a date. So my response would have been, hey, I really appreciate the birthday wishes. I hope you're doing great. I'd love to see you when you're free to get together. That's what you would have done. But instead, you kind of hesitated and you dithered and you acted just like a friend. And then he says, I thanked her and closed the conversation. Four days later, I did the same because it was her birthday. So now you're starting to pursue her. When you walk away, the person who dumped you and put you in friend zone needs to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. There's no, there's no way you went out with 50 different women, dude, and were religiously applying what you learned in my book. I'd say you probably went out with a handful of women and maybe read my book one time. I just look at what you're doing. You don't look like a guy that's been out with 50 different women because if you've been out with 50 different women, you would have got a lot of practice. You'd have been hooking up, getting laid, and your seduction skills would have been a hell of a lot better and you would have been sharp. That's why I say repetition is the mother of skills. You had seven whole months. She thanked me the same way and after this, there were some signs. Dude, she reached out to you. She wasn't reaching out because your fucking birthday. She was using your birthday as an excuse to reach out. Therefore, if nothing happened, she wouldn't have to look foolish because she doesn't. she's not going to reach out and say, hey, let's go out again because you may be with a new girl. She doesn't fucking know. It's the same thing with a holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Boxing Day, Groundhog Day, President's Day, whatever. If they're contacting you, you should assume it's because they want to see you. Be direct, decisive, get a date. She's putting herself into your orbit so you go – Boom. Oh, you must want to see me. Why? Because I'm fucking awesome. And if you've been dating 50 different women over the course of seven months, you would have been like, boom, you've been right on it. You'd have made it happen and made a date, but you didn't. You hesitated and you dithered. Come on, man. Don't don't bullshit me now. I can see right through. It's like people do this all the time. They write me letters like, oh, yeah, I've slept with 100 women. And I read through and they're like, you don't sound like a guy who slept with one. I can always tell. So if you're going to write me an email, or there's no need to bullshit me. It really isn't. I've been doing this long enough and I've made all these mistakes in my own life so I can see right through the bullshit. He continues on, I knew how to handle it so I showed up as a new person, a centered and controlled guy. I decided to ask her how she was doing. It's really unnecessary. Hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? I miss you. What are you doing? Make a date. 
It's that simple. But he's like, no, I'm kind of trying to fly in. He's trying to fly in under the radar. I'm trying to act like I'm not interested, but you called her, you texted her, you reached out to say happy birthday. He says, she said she was fine and asked how I was doing. And I said, I was all right and that's it. Because I was responding slowly, I got another message from her. She said, today it's the dog's birthday and sent me a photo of our dog or the dog. We started talking about her dog because I brought, I bought her the dog a month before we broke up. She was excited to talk about her dog and sent me a lot of photos and videos of her and her dog playing. Oh, that's so nice. This all happened on Facebook Messenger. There was contact but nothing personal all about the dog and I responded very slowly to her messages, something like two in two days. You should assume if a woman reaches out that it's because she wants to see you and make a date. She's making conversation. She's putting herself into your orbit and you're like – you're just like a dog chasing its tail, pun intended. Then the conversation died and it was quiet. Two weeks later, I called her just to talk freely. This is not what I teach, bro. The conversation went well. I was sure that the bad image she had of me had not disappeared. Honestly, dude, you're bullshitting yourself. The way you're acting, the way you're behaving, you've changed a little bit, but it's like you're trying to fly under the radar. If you've been direct and decisive two weeks before that, you probably would have been fucking her brains out. But said you dithered, you hesitate, you're trying to be manipulative, it's blowing up in your face. And now you're starting to pursue. It's a bad way to go. She's the kind of person who doesn't believe people change, but I did and I changed 97%. In this phone conversation, I explained that good side, <clears throat> my point of view, that I am okay with everything and I am all right. That sounds like approval-seeking behavior to me. A man who loves himself, values himself, and perceives himself as a catch is not going to feel like he has to say anything to or justify or apologize or anything. You're just wasting a shitload of time. Masculine energy is, is drive, mission, succeeding, accomplishing, breaking through barriers, being direct, being decisive. And you're doing the exact opposite of being direct and decisive. I closed the conversation also and told her to, to feel free to reach out. So you call her and you don't even make a date. Thinking, oh, I don't want her to think I'm calling her. I'm just trying to fly her on the radar and act like a friend. Three days later, she messaged me saying, hey, bad weather over here. Is it bad weather over there also? I used the same behavior by responding gently, not asking too many questions and then ending the conversation. Dude, I'm sorry, but your girlfriend's not going to send you naked pictures of her on her bed with her fucking legs up in the air going, why don't you come over and fuck me, big boy? That's just not how they are, dude. Okay, here's a real situation. I'm a musician and I had a show in her city. I went to the mall to eat and knew she worked in that mall, but I really didn't want to see her. Come on, man. Seriously? Because my feelings were controlled and I didn't need her in that crazy way anymore like before. Sure. However, it was like destiny because we crossed paths. Dude, you went to the mall hoping to bump into her. It's like Dostoevsky said, a man who lies to himself and believes his own lies becomes unable to recognize truth either in himself or in anyone else. Dude, you are totally bullshitting yourself. But you know what? The good news is you can't bullshit me. 
that's what I'm here for. Not here to blow sunshine up your ass. I'm here to call you out in your bullshit. So you make corrective action and boom, you make the changes that you need to. Out of the blue, she was in front of me. It was like a surprise. We spoke spontaneously for a couple of minutes and then I said, I have to go. Huh? An hour later, I sent a text to her and said, well, I am here because I have a show tonight. Want to come see me? Come on, dude. You could have done that in person. You're totally being manipulative and inauthentic. It's just not necessary. This is like so much bullshit is going on. You're just dithering and hesitating all all over yourself. It's like you're you're shooting all over yourself. Should I? Should I not? Should I? Should I not? Should I ask her out? Should I not? She said, yes, I can come. I responded, all right, and gave her the address. Three hours later, she messaged me and said, I'm tired. I don't know if I will come. I said, it's okay. If you're tired, then you better rest. Then she asked, where are you? I said, I'm at McDonald's. And she said, okay, I'll stop by and say hi to you. You're both being manipulative. This was the first real moment with her after eight months. Huh? Dude, it's like this whole thing is sailing right over your head, bro. I acted confident, happy, controlled, and centered. No talk about the past, nothing. Well, that's good. I like that part. It was just casual conversation and joking a bit. After 30 minutes in the car with her, I said, okay, I have to go now. You go rest because you look tired. Oh, it's so sweet, just like the gay male girlfriend would do. I didn't offer her another invitation to come see my show we hugged and she left you hugged her dude you're acting like the gay male girlfriend it's obvious that you're in she knows the moment you reach out to her you're interested but you're hesitating dithering because you gotta play it cool you didn't say that but you're trying to play it cool it's unnecessary dude you're just making yourself look weak and inauthentic i said well okay then we'll meet at the show Oh, okay, so we hugged and then she left. And 10 minutes later, she called me and said, well, I would like to go see you. I said, well, okay, then we'll meet the show. See you there. The bottom line is this shit's still working. I'm just pointing out it's just not necessary to do all this. She came to the show and I acted smooth. We talked, but there was not much closure because we had a lot of people around. I didn't act like a pussy. We also didn't act like fucking James Bond either. We drank and talked and I was joking a bit. She did some cute things like sniffing my ear which made me think. These were things she used to do all the time in the past. Then when a song started playing, she said, hey, do you remember? This was our song. I saw these as signs. Dude, it's like, what are you waiting for? Like a big neon sign to pop in her forehead that says, fuck me, big boy. Take me back to your layer and fuck me not gonna happen bro after the show we went to her car talked for 10 minutes and i said okay it was great to see you have a safe drive home (sighs) the humanity of it all come on man she hugged me again sniffed my ear again i left and when she got home she called me and said your car lights are not working i said really even though I knew it and I thanked her for alerting me. I closed the conversation again by saying, okay, have a good night and there it all ended. 
I didn't message her anymore until a couple of days later and she didn't either. Here's where I started getting confused. Did she like being with me or didn't she? Seriously, bro? Seriously? Come on. Come on, man. Should I keep contact? Should I try to make another date? Well, you didn't really even make a date. You're like dithering and hesitating, waiting for her to grab you and kiss you and seduce you. It may happen, but she may just get to the point where like she goes, you know what? He hadn't fucking changed at all. He's still a fucking pussy. I'm waiting for her to contact me. If she did, I would have a complete answer to everything. Now, I don't know if I will wait forever until she contacts me or if I should just send her a message and try to make another date. The first date was too risky to get too close because she's not an easy person. Is that something that would come out of James Bond's mouth? No, I don't think so. I use the method of letting her feel and know that I'm not just trying to make out with her but trying to have a good time. Dude, all you really did was communicate that you're manipulative and you're holding back. It's not going to help you in the long run. So what should I do now, coach? Should I wait? Pretty much. I wouldn't do anything. What if she doesn't reach out to me? What should I do? You blew your chance or chances. If so, which way should I go? What should I do? I know that the next steps are crucial and extremely important, so I will wait for your wise response and act the way you think I should handle the situation best. First things first, dude, you should be reading my book 10 to 15 fucking times until you get to know it so well, you don't have to think about it anymore. That's what I would do if I were you. But at this point, I would wait to hear from her, and then when you finally do hear from her, say, hey, it's great to hear from you. I'd love to see you again. When are you free to get together? Invite her over to your place to make dinner together. Hang out, have fun, and hook up like I talk about in my book. That's what I would do if I were you. Dude, quit fucking blathering on like an idiot on the phone. Quit acting like you're not interested in kissing her and just fucking get to the fucking point already. Jesus fucking Christ. Can she be any more obvious? If you had really dated 50 other women in the last seven months, if you'd really read my book all the times that you tried to present yourself as if you did you wouldn't be dicking around so much it's like fuck man it's like she put herself everything but put herself on a silver platter naked for you (sighs) but hey this is why i do what i do i did the same kind of shit when i was in my 20s so i ain't calling the kettle black but i'm just saying bro it's like it's just not necessary to dick around so much wait to hear from her when you do make her come to you invite her to your place hang out have fun and hook up and quit dicking around go for the kiss Read my book, especially the part on seduction, about two steps forward, one step back, because she's fucking ripe for the picking, bro. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.